Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Debating Metal. I'm your host, Kenneth Dean, the Dean of Metal, and my co-host is Chris K. After leaving the influential band Merciful Fate to form the band that bears his name, King Diamond has gone on to become one of Denmark's most famous and influential musicians. Formed in 1985, the eponymous band King Diamond, featuring King Diamond, and former bandmates Michael Denner and Timmy Hansen, joined forces with guitarist Andy LaRock and drummer Mickey D. They released their first album the following year. Since then, the band has released 12 albums, 3 live albums, 2 EPs, and 5 compilations since their debut, with plans for a new studio album to be released in the near future. Today's episode is King Diamond's Greatest Hits. Chris and I will choose 15 songs each from their 12-album discography. Any songs duplicated automatically make the list. Whichever songs are not, we'll debate to see which make the final cut. Then we'll arrange them in concert set list order for the ultimate King Diamond Greatest Hits. All right. We've said King Diamond a lot uh, on this (laughs) intro. Uh, And the reason being is because you got a a musician, uh, an artist named King Diamond, who named his band king diamond so there's a lot of king diamonds and uh, being said all over the place <laughs> so one thing i think is kind of interesting is that he was not the one that came up with calling the band king diamond was that andy's idea um i believe it was the other two guys from um from merciful fate why don't you call the name after you <laughs> well i mean it was it's such a recognizable name and i think a lot of people in the scene you know were very uh, aware of who he was and it was just an easy kind of call like let's just call the band king diamond yeah i mean it's a unique name all by itself uh so that so the fact that he's named that uh himself is pretty interesting and then just the band is named that i mean either one it brings a, a certain amount of notoriety um to to him or the band it's just it's just an, it's such a unique little phrasing um, it's pretty cool. Uh, I have liked King Diamond uh, since he was with Merciful Fate. I, I picked up on Merciful Fate, I want to say, probably in 84, 85, you know, went right after Don't Break the Oath came out. Um, I didn't hear Melissa first uh, from Merciful Fate. I heard Don't Break the Oath. And then, you know, before I knew it, he's out of the band, or the band actually dissolved. And King Diamond releases a single called, you know, No Presents for Christmas. And, you know, off they went. So that's how I picked up on them. And then, you know, shortly thereafter, Fatal Portrait came out. So that's that was my introduction to, to King and the band. So I've only been listening to them really for a few years. Um, and that was really when this podcast started. Um, you kind of introduced me more to the band. I had kind of not really been paying attention to them and, and, um, I didn't really like King Diamond as much, uh, but as much as I liked Merciful Fate, which is still kind of the case. Um, but I've really come to, uh, appreciate the King Diamond band music, uh, specifically one album, which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, but yeah, it, for me, Merciful Fate was kind of the entry point, and that was just a few years back, really. Yeah, I remember that. We talked about it, and I remember asking you, do you like Merciful Fate or King Diamond? I can't remember which one I asked you first. Uh, and you're like, yeah, no, the vocals don't really do it for me kind of thing. The music's cool. 
Um, but you know, we talked about it more and more, and, and then you you listened to Melissa, and you really realized that it was a pretty damn good album. <laughs> yeah, and I think for me, it was more hearing the variety in King's vocals. Yeah, you know, not as much of the falsetto as hearing some of the lower stuff because he really does have a dynamic range, and he sounds good, like it, no matter where he sits. So um, it's. For me, it was more getting used to the the falsetto part of it, and now that I have, I really enjoy it. Yeah, he's definitely a unique a unique singer, uh, a unique artist in general. And so there's there's a lot of getting used to uh, listening to this band or listening to him in general because you, listening to Merciful Fate and listening to King Diamond, two different experiences. But you have to understand that this is the same guy singing, and even though he kind of alters his style and i'll say style because it's uh the way he deals with each of the bands differently and and it he still obviously sings in the falsetto but there's just alterations to the to the way he sings it you still have to get used to it i mean he's such a unique voice uh and after all these years he's still got a great voice yeah no he really does um i'm excited to hear what uh Merciful Fate and and King Diamond put out. So, yeah, I mean, uh, supposedly King's got a new album coming out um, in the next. Uh, well, it was supposed to come out last year called The Institute, to the point where he even toured on that. I think he released one song from it, like as a single, and did a whole tour based on that one song, and then never came out with the album. And then he was supposed to tour uh, with Merciful Fate and. They got blocked by the, the the pandemic, and they did finally go out last year, and they did some dates across the U.S., and I'm still kicking myself for not going when I was in Phoenix last year, um, but, you know, it is what it is, and so hopefully they'll come out with some new music, so it'd be interesting. Absolutely. I would love to see them live. Uh, man, I saw them live one time in a club, and I, I really, like I said, I'm kicking myself for not going last year. They were going to be in a, in a place very similar to, this, to the uh, Sugarland Smart Financial Center here in Houston, in Sugarland. And you've been there once or twice, right? Uh, at least twice. At least twice, okay. You know, and I've been there uh, a few times, and so it's, an, it's a nice place to see a concert. You know, it's sort of like... Uh, how's how do you put it? Like I don't know what other people around the world's venues are like, but it's a, it's it's bigger than uh, like a house. It's bigger than House of Blues kind of venue. Uh, it's it's almost like the size of an opera house, really, um, with two levels. Nothing on the side, but it, it's you know it's not big. Probably what four five thousand tops is in there, which is not bad. It's a good it's a good seat and. Man, I just wanted to see them so bad, and I miss it. I, I, I just purposely was like, eh, you know, I got, I'm playing baseball. I got people I got to deal with, so I ended up skipping it. But if they come back, I definitely want to go. So, for sure. All right. Um, so we're here to pick our 15 favorite King Diamond songs, and you know, any duplicates. So obviously, you're going to go automatically into the list. Whatever we don't, we're going to. Um, debate. So for those of you who don't know how it works, okay, once we um, once we get to the point where we're going to debate the songs to fill the rest of the 15, um, we're going to do it by round. First round, we're going to pick a song from our list, from our own list that we want to keep. Second round, we're going to pick a song from our own list that we're willing to drop. 
Round three, we're going to pick a song from the other person's list to keep. Round four, the other person's list to drop. And we go on from there until we get down to the final spot where we then decide what we want. And usually there's about four songs left over um, for that last spot. Sometimes I don't think it's been less. I think sometimes it's kind of automatically dealt itself into that last spot. But that's how these rounds go. And then after we're all done with that, then we're going to go into the uh, setting it up for a concert set list. So uh, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, Why don't you go first today? All right. So as you and I were talking before we we, uh, we started recording, um, I thought for me that this was a little bit of a difficult task to put these 15 songs together because one i'm not super familiar with all all his albums and as much of a fan as i am of his band there is you know that there was a period of time in the you know 90s and early 2000s where the monotony of him releasing concept album after concept album after concept album it got to, to the point where i was like i'm listening to the same thing or so I thought. I went back today, listened to some stuff, and there's some really good stuff in there. Um, sporadically on the early on the earlier albums, I think more of his later albums are actually kind of better. I think they're better produced, and they have some some better variety in the songwriting. Uh, so I think I don't know if that's a matter of because King went back to Merciful Fate and realized there's differences out there or what. But, um, you know, him and Andy coming with, up with the songs together, they definitely, to me, uh, matured as songwriters and came up with some better songs. So, with that said, I'm going to go ahead and list my 15 songs. And here we go. Number one. Uh, and again, this is in no particular order, but it's usually in chronological order just because that's how we end up writing them down. All right. So, number one, The Lake off of Fatal Portrait. Number two, Halloween off of Fatal Portrait. Number three, No Presents for Christmas. Uh, it was actually put officially on the Dark Sides EP, but it was originally released as a single in 1985. Uh, that was actually the first thing that anybody heard from the band King Diamond. Uh, number four, Arrival from Abigail. Number five, Sleepless Nights from Conspiracy. Number six, From the Other Side from The Spider's Lullaby. Number seven, Trick or Treat from the Graveyard. Number eight, Meet, Meet Me at Midnight from the Graveyard. Number nine, A Secret f- off the album Voodoo. Number 10, Black Devil from the album House of God. Number 11, The Storm from Abigail 2, The Revenge. Number 12, Magic from Matt Puppet Master. Number 13, Christmas from Puppet Master. And 14, Give Me Your Soul from the Give Me Your Soul, Please album. And number 15, The Floating Head off of Give Me Your Soul, Please. There you go. I'm a bit surprised by your list. Why? It's a lot more varied than I suspected it was going to (laughs) be. Like I said, I hadn't listened to them a lot, so I didn't really have uh, a solid foundation to really go off of other than no presence for uh, other than the stuff off of fatal portrait, you know, and, and Abigail. And I didn't want to load everything up from those two albums. Fair enough. So we have only five songs that crossed over. Oh, wow. So we've got a lot to go. Um, I guess let me just read off my list. Um, 
starting in chronological order, I've got The Candle, The Portrait, and Halloween off of Fatal Portrait. I've got Funeral and Arrival as one song because it's an intro that leads into it. And we've talked about that in the past where they, you know, they just go together. So you can dispute that if you want, but I've got that as one song. Um, The Family Ghost and Abigail off of Abigail. I've got Welcome Home and Invisible Guests off of them. Uh, At the Gate, or sorry, At the Graves and Sleepless Nights and Cremation. Uh, I think this is a first for us where we put an, or I put an instrumental on a, on a list, but um, I think it's that good. And those are all off of Conspiracy. I've got Into the Convent from the Eye, uh, From the Other Side from the Spider's Lullaby, One Down, Two to Go from Voodoo, and Give Me Your Soul from Give Me Your Soul, Please. That is definitely not what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, you know, it's very shocking how different our lists are. Yeah, there's not a lot of crossover uh, whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, five songs. That's it. So we got a lot of smacking to do today. Um, we got to fill 10 spots. I think that's the most, if I'm not mistaken. I think that we, we had be, nine. Yeah. I think we had nine at one point as being the most. And I think that was from Metal Church recently. And then... Uh, now this one, this is a lot for sure, but that's okay. That's not a big problem. I uh, I think that's a it's a good thing to 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 spur the debate. Okay, so with only having five spots predetermined, um, we have ten spots to pick, and let's see. Um, since I read off my list first, why don't you go ahead and pick a song from your list first? You're starting round one. All right. Um, I'm going to pick one, and I've got a good reason why. So um, this is uh, – I love this song, and it's mostly because – so I've probably mentioned on here before I'm divorced, and uh, so my ex's name is Sarah. So Voodoo – has a lot to do with a character named Sarah. And there's there's a line at the end, and it's got an awesome riff. It's a, it's a great song anyway. Um, but on one down, two to go, there's a line that's, you used to be so beautiful, but now you're going to die. Die, Sarah, die. die. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah. it, it, it like stuck with me, and it was just like one of those things, like, you know, afterward I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> 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 all right i'll give you that one that's for sure that is uh that's pretty funny so one down two to go for you um awesome awesome <laughs> that's pretty damn funny um so uh, on my list i'm looking at my list here and i'm really um, i'm only tied to maybe three songs um that are that are on my list. So I'm hoping I get to them, and I'm hoping that you don't knock them out. <laughs> we'll we'll see. I have a history so, here. <laughs> yes, and I know you do. Um, so that being said, the one song I want to keep, I'm going to keep the floating head from "Give Me Your Soul, Please." That okay. riff is so cool. You know the noise gate that silences that riff. You know it, it's so. 
oh no, it's just such a cool riff and everything about that song is so cool. And the funny thing, I heard that I don't know if it was like on a on a playlist or some sort of compilation. It, I hadn't heard the album, and then all of a sudden I hear this guitar riff come come across my my speakers one day. I'm like, "What is this?" And then obviously, as soon as he starts singing, I knew who it was. I'm like, "This is so cool!" So yeah, so it's been one of my songs for a while now. So I'm gonna go with that one. As far as like the newer albums go, I really like that one. It has it has a really good like sound uh, production quality to it. Uh, the riffs are really cool. And that song is, it's almost like Zach Wilde stepped in for a second and was like, here, here's a riff, bro. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, of course, that that's the other thing, too, that's really cool with Andy. You know, Andy LaRock could easily have just continued with one particular style, but he he tries really hard to vary the way he he plays uh, or the way he riffs and the way he solos. Because sometimes he sounds like Zach, like you said. You know, where he, you know, you hear the pinch harmonics and you hear the, the really dirty kind of riffing. And then there are other times where he's just so smooth and, and playing almost like Ingve. you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it, he's got such a really cool style. All right, so now it's time to pick one off of your list that you're willing to drop. Oof. <laughs> That's tough. Um I am going to drop. It's tough, man. It really is. Um, I am going to drop the family ghost. Okay. All right, the family ghost is what you're dropping. Awesome song. One of you know my favorites off the album, but I do like the other two that I picked better. I mean, obviously, Arrival is secured, um, but I'm hoping to have Abigail on there. (laughs) We shall see. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm willing to go ahead and drop in. This is almost too easy for me, only because there's already two Christmas songs on here, so (laughs) I'm going to drop one of them. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and drop Christmas off of Puppet Master. Okay. Yeah, of the two Christmas songs that you picked, I would prefer No Presents for Christmas. <laughs> That's my favorite Christmas song. It's a little weird to have it like just in a concert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got you, you got to be touring close to the end of the year, Thanksgiving, <laughs> Christmas time. But, you know, it's still a killer riff. I mean, shit, it's it's a good no, song. No, it's an awesome song. Like I would be fine with hearing it any time of year, you know, but mm-hmm. it's just kind of funny. Just have a Christmas song in the middle of your your concert. <laughs> you know? All right, I guess I'm. Yeah, so picking now it's one your from your pick, list. Yeah, now it's your turn to pick one song off of my list that you want to keep. Okay. Let's see. We still got eight spots to fill. Yeah, um, and you've got a variety here. Hmm. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to pick Magic off of Puppet Master. Um, it's a pretty cool song. Uh, has a really cool opening riff on it. I like that song. Yay! <laughs> Man, Magic's a pretty cool song. After listening to it 
you know, some more today. I was like, oh, this is pretty neat. I like it. All right, so song to keep from your list. Um, I'm still still fiddling with uh, what songs are on your list, but I picked zeroed in on one, and I'm going to go ahead and pick "At the Graves." That's a good song. Conspiracy is a really good album. It is. I had to leave one off of my list that I I really which liked is funny of. that I picked I picked, only picked one song off. Yeah, I was I was a little surprised that you didn't have much off of conspiracy at all to me that's one of the better albums abigail's my favorite by far um but i would say conspiracy's up there pretty close pretty cool all right so now it's time to pick one off of my list that you would like to drop Mm. no not that one no i'll probably (laughs) drop trick-or-treat I'm not a big fan of of the graveyard as uh, album as a whole. Um, something about the production quality just really takes away from that album to me. But there's a few good riffs on it. I'd prefer Meet Me at Night if you're if we're gonna pick something off of the graveyard. Okay. Well, since we already have a few songs off of Conspiracy, I'm gonna have to kill that one song that you thought was pretty cool. Oof. Oh, I'm going to have to cremate it. <laughs> Cremation. That's a really good instrumental. It is, but you already got three songs. Or two. Two. We got a lot to go. Uh. So, gone. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. So now it is time for you to pick a song off of your list that you want to keep. Uh, We're going to keep Abigail. Keeping Abigail. All righty. Okay. Well, uh, off of my list that I want to go ahead and keep, I'm going to keep Black Devil from the House of God. Okay. So now it's your turn to take a song from your list and remove it. Huh. Um... I know it's the only song off of the the album that I that I have there, but if I'm being honest, of the five that I have left, um, my least favorite is Into the Convent. Now, that's a cool song, though, um, and it, it kind of uh, has some cues back to Into the Coven from uh, Merciful Fate. So uh, definitely check that song out, but it's uh, you know it's not as good as the rest of the stuff that's on here. So. Okay. Okay, so now it's my turn to pick a song off of my list that I'm willing to drop. So I'm going to go ahead and drop Meet Me at Midnight off the graveyard. It's just come to my attention, and as I'm <laughs> trying to listen to this stuff, uh, that really the other songs I like a lot more. So after this, it's going to be really difficult for me to knock something off. Yeah, I know the feeling. All right. So I'm picking something from your list now. Now you are picking something from my list that you want to keep. Um, I mean, I think the best song you have on here, I'll probably pick No P- Presents for Christmas. 
that you're keeping. That I'm keeping from your list. All right. Now I don't have to do that. <laughs> okay, so off of your list of songs I want to keep, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to keep the Invisible Guests off of them. That's a, since, that's what I was hoping for. Since since we don't have any uh, representation at the current moment. That's an awesome song, too. Just amazing guitar work. Yes. Andy, Andy, Andy's just an incredible guitar player. And for a period of time, you know, early on, they had Michael Denner, who was from Fate. I mean, he's an incredible guitar player. I don't know. It's unfortunate that, that his relationship with King and Hank Sherman have, has soured over the years, but um, he's such a good guitar player and, and he was such a vital part of both the beginning of King Diamond and all of Merc- most of the classic era of Merciful Fate. It's just incredible. Uh, he's he's uh, not being recognized right now, but he is an absolutely amazing guitar player. Yeah, but really, and the combination was was just great. Uh, I know. I mean, I, I know they moved on. They you know things changed, and that's just how it goes with bands. Um, but s- something about that early formation, just like there was some magic there. And even now, what's what's pretty funny that, that the the guitar player that replaced him in Fate, Michael Weed, was is King Diamond's guitar player uh, that that is partners with Andy LaRock. So it's it's such an interesting thing that in reality he's only played with a few guitar players, <laughs> you know? Yeah, not a lot. And Mike Weed's great too; he really is. Yeah. So now it's your turn to pick a song off of my list. That you're willing to drop, oh, that you that you want to drop. <laughs> that I, that's a that's such a harsh way of saying it. That I want to drop. <laughs> you um, want to just rip it out of my soul. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. I got three songs, and all three songs are pretty damn good. <laughs> mm, they are, but I'm gonna drop the, a secret from Voodoo. Ooh, I you know funny it's I thought you would have picked that song. I really thought you would have picked that song because that has the it's probably the fastest riffing that they've done, very deathy sounding to some degree, and then they change it up and then they go back to it. You know, I I thought I thought that would have been one of the ones that you would have liked the most. I I mean I do like it. It's just maybe not as much as you thought I would like it. <laughs> it's it has some thrashy elements, you know, like where they start like uh you know, like there's there's things that are in that in the song are really cool. And I do like that album. I just I'm I'm like shocked at this point that we have one song from Fatal Portrait. <laughs> I that's going to change. It just surprises <laughs> me. <laughs> right and no I, I i know because he but you know 12 albums in there and it's funny to say that because they're not diverse albums what by any means because that that lump in the middle in the in the early 90s was pretty similar um and it's just it's just a european style of songwriting or even if you want to call it you know, the scandinavian style of songwriting to some point or to some degree um, but even that changed over time. So, um, 
I mean, most of his albums tell some kind of story, you know. Right. And yeah. then there's some that that vary it up, and there's multiple stories going on, etc. Um, I mean, obviously, Fatal Portrait, half the album was a story, then the other songs were were unique. Um, Spider's Lullaby was one of those as well. But you know, for the most part, you know, Abigail, them, conspiracy, Abigail two, uh, voodoo kind of tells one story for the most part. So like, it's it's very eclectic yet somehow kind of samey, you know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So, um, with that said, now you picked one to drop off of mine, right? So I got to pick one yep. to drop off of yours. Yes, sir. All right. Um, I'm dropping the portrait. All right. Hurts to hear, but <laughs> I mean, it's just it is what it is. Like, there's you know 30 songs. We got to pick 15, right? Exactly. All right. So now it is time for. You to pick a song you want to keep. So, of your two songs, you get to pick one that you want to keep, which essentially means that the uh, or yeah, the other one gets dropped off because when it comes to my turn, then I pick one, and that fills. Or do we have wait? Do we have everything filled? Let me, how many spots we have left? We have two spots, and I'm already picking the candle. So. <laughs> So go ahead and pick your final choice. All right, so you're picking the candle. Which means I drop Welcome Home. You dropped Welcome Home. So that leaves me between the lake off of Fatal Portrait, which, oddly enough, I was looking at King Diamond's um, set list on the concerts that he's played, and... In the most recent tour, The Lake was his closing song. Like, really? Yes, the, the last song of the concert. And I'm like, that's pretty amazing considering it was a bonus track that was not on the vinyl. It's on, I believe it's on the CD and it's on a cassette. Hmm. So, interesting. Yeah, I'm surprised to hear that as the closing. Uh-huh. It's, a good, it's a cool song. It's a good song. And it's funny thing you listen to it compared to the rest of the Fatal Portrait, it's underproduced. Yeah, and so absolutely. It's, so it does I, not sound the same. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, and then I also have the Storm, which is a pretty cool freaking song. Um, so I don't know which one I want to pick. I, I it did not necessarily have this in mind because I really like the lake. You know, after listening to it a few times. Um, but I also like that storm song. <laughs> <laughs> the lake, the storm, you're getting water either way. Just pick one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my song that I'm going to choose, um, I'm going to keep the lake and I'm dropping the storm. Okay. So that's our final 15. Why don't you go ahead and read it off, Chris? All right. So, in order, we've got No Presents for Christmas, The Candle, Halloween, The Lake, uh, Arrival, sorry, Arrival, Abigail, The Invisible Guests, At the Graves, Sleepless Nights, 
from the other side. One down, two to go. Black Devil, Magic, The Floating Head, and Give Me Your Soul. Sounds like a show to me. So now we got to put it in order of the way we want to see it if we were to go to a King Diamond concert. So, all right, so you went first in the rounds. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and go first on picking the song that's going to be the opener and go from there. Um, and looking at this list, quite honestly, there's only one song that can be the opener, in my opinion. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I'm going to go ahead and go with the arrival. Go figure. <laughs> I say we tag on funeral at the beginning of that funeral arrival. The way it's no, it's going to be a tape. <laughs> it's going to be a cassette. <laughs> it's going to be the, the. It's going to be just audio that you hear before the band comes in. <laughs> that works. All right. I'm I'm good with that. I mean, um, the candle would be another option, but um, yeah, I mean, funeral arrival. I think it's the best option. All right. Um, let's see. And you want to go into something pretty strong after that. Um, how about we go right into Invisible Guests? All right. Sounds fair to me. I mean, for the most part, I mean, King Diamond doesn't do ballads. Um, so we don't have any ballads on here. Um, doesn't do really a lot of slow songs in general. So there's, I think, maybe one chugger in, in this whole list that we've got here. Um, but it's not time for that yet. Not that I can tell. Um, I mean, there's some slower moments, like the candle will slow things down for the first half of the song. Yeah. Um, you know, you have Sleepless Nights that has a couple moments that are a little bit more quiet. But for the most part, everything here is just like, it's going to be pretty, pretty similar pace. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, man, I don't know where to go from here, but uh, let me just throw one out there. Let me, let's say, uh, let's, how about, how about magic? Amazingly, that's exactly what I was thinking. Weird. So funny how that works out. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Um, kind of thinking from the other side here. Okay, sounds like it. Sounds like it's a a good plan. Okay, so we finished the first third of the show. And for those of you who haven't been following at home from previous greatest hits, we're going to pick the first 12 songs as the main set. And then we have three songs for the encore. Um, so we tend to have two quote unquote closers, one for the main set, one for the final or finale, if you want to call it that. Um, how about one down and two to go? Hmm. Yeah, that's fine. I guess we're getting close to kind of midpoint, so it's probably where it fits best. All right, we're at number six. Um, you know, how about Sleepless Nights? Okay. All it's right. a, it's a, one, probably one of the slowest songs uh, here. 
Yeah, that, that's the chugger I was kind of referring to. Yeah. Ab- Abigail has a similar pace, though, as far as, like, actual pacing goes. Right. As far as, like, softness to it. Sleepless Nights has a little bit more with kind of, like, the acoustic mo- elements to it, you know? Right, right. Um, how about we go into Black Devil from there? Okay. I mean, that's just got such a cool riff. And it's it, it fits kind of more in the middle. Like, the songs that aren't quite as famous right. to me always kind of seem like they go in the middle. And that's a good place for them because people aren't too tired. But they're also like, you know, you know you're not backloading the less famous songs on it. You kind of need them to be in the middle. Right. So, um trying to think of what we would want also as our encore yeah i mean there's i mean i have i know one song definitively that you want as the encore that i I want in the encore somewhere okay um let's see so we just did black devil um you know, it's kind of a weird one, so like, why don't we just put it here? No presents for Christmas. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, was, eh, I mean, I guess you can always have a, a break in the show. I think it would be kind of funny, you know, like you're, you're watching the show, and then all of a sudden, like, I don't know, uh, snow starts coming down like the fake snow or something. <laughs> you're like, what the hell's going on? It's summer. Yeah, that works for me. I can live with that one. I, I'm just trying to think of like where else would you even put it, you know? Unless it's unless it's December. If it's strictly December, like if we were doing this show in December, I'd be like, you know, that's got to be like the closer for the main <laughs> the main yeah. set, right? All right. Um, so. How about at the graves? Mm. If not at the graves, how about uh, the floating head? I like that better. See, at the graves has that that um, like opening to it because because of its placement on the album that it came out, right? So it has that opening that's that's like uh, you know like. The bells kind of playing and everything. I see where you're going with this. I yeah. see it. <laughs> I think you do. All right. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. We only got a few more in the main set. Three more to be exact. And kind of thinking the lake. Hmm. That's fine. Okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, I could move it. I could try and move it down more, but you, it, okay, it's fine. that's fine. How about we put um, "Give Me Your Soul" instead? Okay, I can go with that. Okay, we'll wait on the lake. I, 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 I'm guessing you're you're feeling that it should be some kind of closer because of its actual use as a closer. It's, that's not the reason why, but because 
after listening, dude, I hadn't listened to it in a long time, and it's really a good song. It is a good song. <laughs> so, all right. So, give me your soul. All right. So we have two songs left in the in the main set. You've already kind of hinted at one song to be uh, in the encore. I kind of think we both know what's uh, the other song that should be in the encore. Um, so the question then becomes 11, 12, and I would assume you know 14 is the other place. Yes. Okay. All right. So how about Abigail at 11? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with that. All right. Number 12. Set closer. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of leaning towards the lake again. Yeah, no, that's fine. Okay. All right. So what you hinted at before, so to, as a quote unquote starter would be going into the, into the encore with at the graves. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Which would put. What next? I would say the candle. Right. And then Halloween. That's what I'm thinking. Halloween's their most famous song. Yeah, absolutely. To me, it had to be in the the encore. Right. All right, so here is our set list of King Diamond songs from the greatest hits that we've just chosen. Why am I speaking like this? I don't know. All right, um, we're going to start the show off with a, a tape version of Funeral, which will then lead into the live, not not really, but uh, lead into Arrival uh, as our first song, song number two, The Invisible Guests, three, Magic, four, From the Other Side, five, one down, two to go. There's a lot of numbers in that one. Five, one down, two to go. <laughs> uh, number six, Sleepless Nights. Number seven, Black Devil. Eight, No Presents for Christmas, including uh, floating and fake snow. Um, <laughs> number nine, The Floating Head. Uh, he's going to bring down the snow. Uh, number 10, Give Me Your Soul. 11, Abigail. We close out the main set with The Lake which was the bonus track on Fatal Portrait. The encore is At the Graves, followed by The Candle, and the show closes out with Halloween. I like it. I like it a lot. I do too. I think that'd be an awesome show to go to. You know, I I have never seen King Diamond in concert. I have seen Merciful Fate um, back in the day uh, on their reunion. It was 90, I want to say 96. Um... But, well, not really the reunion, but it was, they were popular at that point. Um, but I have not seen King Diamond by himself as a, or, or as a band. So. There's a bucket list item right there. It is, you know. And we, you know, it's been cool. Like, we were talking about this the other day. We saw Wasp. And to me, Wasp is one of those bands, like, if you didn't see them in the 80s, they're still good. They're still good. And it was an awesome show. It was really an awesome show, it. and and with all the you know the 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 brouhaha about backing tapes and who's singing live and who's not, and you know Motley Crue's pointing fingers at 
McMars, McMars pointing fingers at Molly Crew, every you know, all the fans are pointing fingers at Paul Stanley, blah, 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 blah. And you know, and Jericho's getting accused of this shit. Blackie Lawless came out and and admitted that they use backing tracks for backing vocals only. Now, how much of that is true, I don't know, but I could tell you what. You and I went to see that show. I could care less about the fact that he had backing vocals or backing tracks being used for the backing vocals. When they hit the chorus, it sounded like classic Wasp. And you know what? That's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see a band that was kicking ass, playing the Wasp songs that I love, and doing it at the top of their game. And that's what I saw. So I'm not going to complain about it. I thought it was great. The guitar player that's been playing with Blackie for a long time is a outstanding guitar player. I can't remember his name right now. Um, and you know, Mike. I think Mike Duda is on bass, and that the Brazilian drummer that they have playing drums for him is amazing. So uh, I, I forgot. You know his name, right? What was his name? Oh shoot, um, Achilles Priestess. Yes, yeah, Achilles, Achilles Priestess or whatever his name is. Uh, amazing drummer amazing drummer um so the band is great you know so wasp was was really cool so that's that's something you and i have been been trying to accomplish is getting many as many of these really bands that may not be here for too much longer in in, in not term, in terms of real life you know just bands that may not be playing out and about much longer you know yeah i mean there reaches a point where physically can't do it anymore i mean blackie's as old as as you know old as, as nikki six probably you know maybe a little older i mean nikki's old um <laughs> and i say it that way because he's nikki six and, and and bruce dickinson were born the same year 1958 look, look forward to the blabbermouth article about him being pissed off at you now <laughs> yeah he's, he's gonna he's gonna hate us in the media <laughs> you know but uh, you know, seriously. I mean, he's his, he's the same age as Bruce Dickinson. Uh, you know? There was a there was a um, a poll on Facebook, not Facebook. I don't use Facebook. Um, there was a poll on YouTube the other day, and it was like, who's the most annoying? And it was all the the like the major guys that you always see mouthing off on blabbermouth all the time. It was like <laughs> it was Nikki Six and and uh, David Lee Roth. And I can't remember who the other two were, but it was the usual suspects, you know. <laughs> oh man that's just so funny but like you know we both have been trying to go see sammy hagar we have not <laughs> had the chance unfortunately we we lost our opportunity to, uh, in 2020 to see him. Right. They, they canceled that show so hopefully when they come back around it works out this time right i mean i got to see armored saint several years ago but you finally got to see armored saint and that's a that's one of those bands that you know you don't know how much longer they're going to be around yeah that was that was great opportunity too because like they, they sounded fantastic and then and then uh uh john bush got sick not long after we yeah, saw right him. after that yeah. yeah so and we've seen except this year we saw judas priest uh or was except last year no except was this year right where's last year shit it was just it was no it was last year it was September. last year yeah judas priest was the first one this year and that was right. in february i believe we saw anthrax um we saw who was with anthrax that was um 
Exodus, Exodus and uh, Black, Black Label, Label Society. Society. So, you know, we've gotten to see some really good bands. And, you know, there are, obviously, we're going to see, you know, half of Pantera <laughs> in, yes. the, in, in the summer. They're coming with Lamb of God. Um, you know, I I've know seen you're excited them twice. about that. Yeah. <laughs> this will be the third time. And I'm not much of a, a Lamb of God fan. So That's pretty amazing. We've seen Megadeth. So, you know, I've seen, seen Overkill three times. So we, yeah. So we've seen some legacy bands. That's, that's the cool thing. Um, and hopefully we get to see some more. Uh, Tom Kiefer is coming in April. I think it is. Yeah. Is it, no, no, no. He's coming in July. I'm sorry. He's coming in July to the rise here in Houston. And we definitely have to get tickets for that. There, and there's a lot more. So, yes. So, um, that is, that's just something that's just so cool. And so, I would love to see King Diamond just come through Houston. I mean, the guy lives in Dallas, for Christ's sake. He should come down here, you know, play a show, you know? Yeah. Come to come to the House of Blues. Come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. <laughs> I don't know if they can fit all their equipment inside your apartment, though. <laughs> might <So>. be tough. <laughs> it might be a little tough. Maybe outdoor show. Okay, so that's our uh, King Diamond's Greatest Hits, which leads us now into King Diamond's or excuse me, it leads us now into the big four King Diamond songs. And so I went first on going, uh, announcing my song. So why don't you go ahead and go first on the big four? All right. Uh, my number four is one I mentioned earlier, and I have my own personal reasons for liking this song, and that's one down and two to go. Um, my number three is sleepless nights off of conspiracy i think that's a really awesome riff um my number two is arrival off of abigail awesome opener um just really memorable riff and my number one is abigail i love that song it's such a cool like concept as a whole and that's kind of the the penultimate moment in the story and uh i just really love it and and if you haven't heard about it there's actually a graphic novel of abigail which i think is really cool so check that out if you haven't seen it having a graphic novel for that makes so much sense really for you sure know. yeah like you know, a lot of them don't make that much sense to have like a but but the king diamond stories i think could pretty much all be graphic novels now i'm not gonna knock alter bridge for having a comic but they're a rock band for the most part and I don't know what the comic would be about. I, I don't care. I mean, do do you. Like, do your thing. Like, right. If you want to put a, one out. But I'm just saying, like, of all the ones to make sense, King Diamond, because he, he writes, a, like, a story you know, behind right. it. Right. No, and, and that's exactly right. That's why I said, you know, like, Alter Bridge in, in general just doesn't make sense that, that there's a comic. But that's fine. You know, Anthrax put out the graphic novel for... Um, among the living or whatever it was that, that, that follows, um, their character, uh, what's his name from Stephen King, um, from the stand. Jesus, what's his name? I can't remember now. Um, but they did a graphic novel that made sense. Um, cause there's a story behind it. There's other ones like there was Metallica comics in the, in the, in the nineties or eighties, no nineties. That didn't make sense to me. You know, well, Kiss had their comics. That makes sense well, to me. But, but Kiss, Kiss in nineteen seventy six, when they put out that, made sense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It makes it right. makes a lot of sense. That made sense. I think the second one didn't make as much sense, but the first one made sense. <laughs> but anyway, 
my big four for King Diamond songs. Number four, No Presents for Christmas, just because it's a cool freaking song. <laughs> um, and it was the first song I heard from them. Um, number three for me is Black Devil. Uh, you know, after re reintroducing myself to a lot of old King Diamond stuff, this song it just pretty much led the pack for me. Uh, number two, The Floating Head off of Give Me Your Soul, Please. Uh, like I said, I caught it on a playlist somewhere, and I just that riff is so so cool. And number one for me um, is their most famous song, Halloween. It was it, it was the second song I ever heard from King Diamond, and it's still my favorite from him. So that is our big four King Diamond songs. Well, that's a good list. I mean, I like it. I, I mean, Halloween is such a classic track. It really is. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean that album, Fatal Portrait. Is no, I bought you. So I gave you as a gift, um, Melissa, right? Yes, vinyl? Melissa. Okay, so at the time that I bought that, I bought Fatal Portrait because I did not have it. I had it on CD, but you know when he reissued those LPs a few years ago, the really really cool thing about that was that he took them off the master tapes that were from the eighties. Um, he did not remaster them. Yeah, they sound um, great. So, you know, so the vinyl, so how you heard it in 1986 is the way you hear the album now. And that's a pretty cool thing to do. Um, and, you know, back then when they mastered their albums, they were mastered for vinyl. They were mastered for a cassette. And that's just the way it was. And so what you heard when you put on the vinyl it was, is what they wanted you to hear. Uh, and in some cases, like the, the bands with lesser production or lesser budgets, um, didn't get exactly what they wanted. Most of the time, newer bands. But in in King Diamond's case, I mean, he had uh, the studios out there in, in in Scandinavia or wherever he was when he recorded it. Um, and uh, they, you know, the production was good. So for it to be reproduced the way it was a few years ago, it's fantastic. Sounded great. All right, well, that's our big four King Diamond songs, and that brings a close to this episode of Debating Metal. And if you like what you heard today, click like or subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. And while you're there, why don't you go ahead and rate us or leave some comments and let us know what you think of the show. And don't forget, you can interact with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or send us an email to debatingmetal at gmail.com. YouTube viewers, click subscribe and ring the bell to be notified when we post a new episode. So remember to tune in next week when we spark up another exciting metal debate. On behalf of Kenneth and myself, stay safe and always turn it up to 11. See ya.